hello, and welcome to episode 30 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is the only podcast where I get to chat with the funniest and nicest folks on Twitter. They're the friends of the show. This week's friend is Andrew Nadeau at Andrew Nadeau Zero on Twitter. Andrew is a very funny and nice fellow who shares his tales of injury and infestation. We chat about some funny tweets and have a great time answering some awesome questions from listeners just like you. And now, Friends of the Show, episode 30, with Andrew Nadeau. Maintenant. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. If you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Uh, this is Aaron Sorkin on his show, Sports Night. Aaron Sorkin, what a writer. So thank you for providing that quote, Andrew, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So for the listeners, I'm talking to Andrew, who is an exceptionally funny tweeter and person, currently out of Chicago, one of the funnier cities in the USA, always posting great, hilarious tweets, getting featured in all those funny lists, quote, RT'd by all kinds of celebrities. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I've recorded all that for a dating profile, by the way. That's going in your prof? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I mean, I'm, I'm awful. That can't last long. But always looking. <laughs> always looking for the next. <laughs> I mean, I'm just counting on her breaking up with me soon. I, I mean, she has to go through all of the tweets that I don't send and tell me how bad they are. She can't put up with this for that much longer. You make her do that? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, Andrew. No, her... her back was out yesterday so i was over at her place just going through my drafts and her just rejecting all of them <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna help her back get yeah. any better any quicker sorry to hear about that back uh is she is she convalescing well yeah she's doing okay oh that's good other than having to <laughs> read all other these just suffer through all the tweets that don't make it to the internet <laughs> these are the swiped left of <laughs> drafts <laughs> just to get just the absolute rejected material. I have about 150 in my draft folder at the moment. Oh, my goodness. I, That's I a lot of drafts. I can't get rid of them. What if there's potentially something funny there? It's, it's hard to give up. So is that sort of your process? Do you um, write it, an idea down and then, like, twerk it, work it, tinker with it over days, months, weeks, years? You know, millennia? if I like something, I'll put it up right away. But if something doesn't work, I'll delete it and draft it to see if I can fix it later. Okay. Plus, I do have ones that I've had for months because I like the idea but can't figure out what to do with it. There's something there. There's a nugget, and you just need to figure out how to polish it. <laughs> the... Right. Also, now that I know there's going to be – we're going to be up to the 280 limit, I've started drafting the longer tweets. Oh, wow. That That's really I... proactive of you. Yeah, well, because I had some that I, I liked the idea but knew I couldn't cut it down. So, you know, the day I get that, get ready, guys, for just 20 immediately terrible, really long tweets. Oh, man, I don't know about that 280 thing. I don't know about it, Andrew. You know, I actually feel the same. I, I've got some longer ones, but Twitter was great for helping you learn to – it helped me learn just what was necessary for what was funny. It really helps you, you – yeah, you need to be succinct. You need to be – 
clear. <laughs> yeah, no wasted words in this one. But I right. guess now, heck, waste them. Just right. have a lot of oohs <laughs> and ums in your tweet, and it doesn't I'm, even matter. I'm, I'm adding apostrophes I don't even need. Extra apostrophes, you're like, yeah, Halloween? All right, I'll yeah. do it. You know, every time I use there, it's the E-Y apostrophe R-E. It doesn't matter which one it is. I've got the characters. I'm going nuts. Yeah, and uh, luckily no one will correct you if you ever yeah. do there, I mean, there, the there. Just, just loves agreeing with what you said without any contradiction. You know, that's right. So, yeah, 280. I'm not sure. I don't I don't have any 280 dra- uh, character drafts. All mine are usually, like, under 50. <laughs> I don't even yeah. use a full 140 a lot of the time. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like writing a novel for me. Right. Well, so I actually had signed up for that uh, for, what is it, Swoop? I forget what they call it, when you get an an actual tweet with all 140 characters. Oh, is that a thing? It's it's a thing, apparently. So um, there's there's, um, just a profile that lets, if you follow them, they follow you back, and it'll send you a notification when you did it, uh, when you've actually hit one. But it turns out, like, all of mine are that. <laughs> wow, you really pack it all in. Right. On the first day, I got three notifications, and then they just stopped sending them to me. <laughs> they gave up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. You broke that uh, service. I think, well, just, this is a waste of your time. You know what? You're, you're good. You use the characters. Congratulations. It's really just like one guy working there, and he has to look at all the tweets, and once you started sending right. them all, he's like, ah, this isn't worth it. It looks it. like an automated program, but no, it's just, it's just Gary it's sitting the, in his basement. Like, reading another one, Nado. Uh, time to swoop it out yeah i guess that's interesting i mean i don't know what the i guess you get bonus points or just for having 140 exactly that's what it is right yeah which it's i i didn't really it was never really a point of pride actually only signed up for it because i was in a contest where you were required where that was the contest of the the Uh, day was hit 140 exactly of course Uh, so in the process i i signed up for this but that's um i mean normally i'm 10 over and having to cut down oh so um, that's probably why you end up at the 140 because your your judicious cuts of the your edits take it just right. enough yeah, down yeah i'm below it i rarely add more but i'm i'm typically ahead of it so you start with the 280 then work it down to 140 right. <laughs> <laughs> now i found if i'm 50 above i've got no chance of cutting it down but you just throw um, that into the to TBD, the 280 folder. Right. Before that, it was just deleted. Now I've got a potential future for these terrible jokes. Oh, man. Think about all the long 280 ones that you've already deleted from back in the past. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about. It felt <laughs> awful. Uh, well, maybe they'll come back to you once you get that. Uh, I heard that they're releasing it for everybody, so I don't know when that's happening. I mean, listeners, it could have already been happening, depending on when you're listening. But at the time of this recording... Still not. Like That's I, very exciting that, that we're, we're potentially predicting – I was going to say predicting the future, but no, just predicting the past. This could have already happened. Could have already <laughs> happened, uh, and if it did already happen – Just remembering. That's nothing special. No. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, that's lovely. So you're in Chicago currently? Yes, I am. That's a pretty fun place to be, right? A lot of great comedy stuff going on there. Friend, of, friend of the show, Sarah Joy Shockey, I believe, was another Chicago <laughs> – Sarah um, is, of course, absolutely hilarious, both on the internet and in real life, and performs regularly at IO here. Actually, just did a show here, which I've been sick for six weeks tomorrow. Oh, man. I'm actually, listeners, currently wearing two nose strips, just so you can hear me clearly. I have not <laughs> worn these before. I did this for the first time last night. 
turns out when you take them off, they just take off like the entire first layer of skin on your nose. Mm, but so worth it for I'm, that free breathing, right? Right. It, it's just a sacrifice just for, for you, the listeners. Well, but, thank no, so Sarah, you. I, I had to uh, miss her show because I was sick, but she apparently put something together herself, put it on at IO, and um, hopefully is still doing her improv there every Sunday. For anyone else in Chicago who wants to go check her out. All the Chicago listeners should definitely, A, be aware of Sarah Joy Shockey, and B, go check out her show. Absolutely. Get down there. So very funny. And if you haven't heard her episode, also very funny. (laughs) You can check that out as well. (laughs) A shameless plug already in the early goings of this podcast. All right. That's entirely what I'm here for, just the plugs. Cool. Um, I think we talked about Chicago a little bit with Michael as well, uh, Home Halfway. Michael is so funny and, and a good friend here. Um, I've missed the last few, but I do trivia with him on Tuesday nights. Oh, so you get together with Michael on the reg IRL. Yeah, he is. Um, he's, he's so funny, uh, just a wonderful person and ridiculously smart, too. Uh, so good trivia partner. Oh, good trivia partner. So you guys, do you ever win? We consistently come in second, which is very frustrating. <laughs> that is frustrating, but I guess pretty good showing you're, you know, consistently right up there. Silver. Yeah, yeah we do. Silver medal of trivia is what I was trying to yeah. say. All right, cool. Yeah, that's very neat. So, yeah, Chicago bustling community. Uh, you had the Bulls dynasty in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, here for two years. I missed all of that. <laughs> oh, so you're a recent Chicago guy. Yeah, actually, um, it'll, it'll be two years this month. Oh, well, congratulations on your two-year you. anniversary. And uh, you loving it so far? You going to stick around? I, I love it. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not planning on, on leaving. Um, I moved up here from Florida. Um, okay. Which so big? I moved up in November from Florida. <laughs> so oh, the, big change. The cold. I I hated Florida. It was so. It, it was like the outside hated you. It was so hot all the time. Uh, so I'm here. It's it's my first uh, really in the middle of a big city, but I love it. That's great. Yeah, and the weather difference. Uh, it's something to get used to, but coming. To you from Canada here, uh, we're we're used to that right. Well, like we you get the uh, snow. You, you wear some socks, you put on a coat, you're good to go. That's right. I'm sure to wear those long johns if it gets extra cold. Yeah, I can't do that because I can't do the the transfer from cold outside to warm inside. Oh yeah, I'm it gets real the, hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you're wearing long underwear inside and everyone's like blasting the heat because it's so cold outside. You immediately just become like a super disgusting sweat box. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. And uh, so, no, until it becomes acceptable for me to like just go to the bathroom to change out of long johns. No, I'd, I'd rather be cold outside than drenched inside. Man, if they could only invent long johns that just didn't get hot when you came inside... That's a million-dollar idea. This is our billion, you know, patent-pending billion-dollar idea here. You've got to figure out the science behind it, but we'll work on it. We, we've, we've got guys for that. We'll, we'll bring that in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're a scientist out there, get at us at FOTS Pod. <laughs> this, is, this is, again, why I'm here. Just the plugs. Scientists, FOTS Pod now. Yeah, that's it. And then, <laughs> I don't know what I have to do with uh, Like the scientists came up with the idea. I'm just a middleman, I guess. I'll be, the, I'll be in the elevator. We'll do that pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the idea guys. We're, yeah, we're the, big, we're the big guns they bring in to close the deal. All right, well, now that we've gotten to the bottom of that, we will get to your story. Sure. So the story that you sent was titled, The Time I Fell Through My Attic, or I Flirted Terribly in an Emergency Helicopter. It's already (laughs) two very exciting things right in the title. 
And that's what I was going. I like the old Rocky and Bullwinkle titles where they would give you the ore. Oh, that is that good. One. Yeah. So I was 18, maybe, and um, in Florida, and the air conditioning had gone out. Uh, so I went up to the attic. Now, it's important you know that I have none of the necessary skills to fix this. There was a guy there that was doing this, but he needed to show me what was going on, and I was going to nod like I had any understanding of what he was talking about. So I, w- I was so unfamiliar with this that I didn't realize you had to walk on the cross beams. Mm. I know anybody who's worked in their house immediately thinks I'm an idiot, but I hadn't been in the attic. Um, <laughs> so, you don't know until you know. Right. So stepped on one of those you know, little pieces of wood that you immediately fall straight through mm. uh, onto my cement floor uh, 12 feet below. So a 12-foot plummet through the ceiling. It was, I imagine, very dramatic and cool-looking. I don't know for uh, sure. Yeah, if you were but, in the room where you just fell in, into, that would be very exciting. Right. <laughs> so this was, so I'm, I'm on the ground, and um, just everyone is, is panicking, and I'm um, too uh, shaken to realize this is like a big deal. I'm just annoyed that they're panicking. So it, which I, I, when telling the story afterwards, I realized I had to correct it because it sounded like I was brave. I, I wasn't. I just had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I, so after like a, just under a minute in, I was able to start breathing again. So at that point, it was like, oh, OK, well, if I can breathe, I'm probably fine. <laughs> um, but they they call um, an ambulance um, and I am um, taken to a helipad to be taken to uh, a care facility where they're prepared to deal with, with this. So there is this uh, really cute EMT who uh, is wearing like French braid pigtails or braided pigtails. I have no idea what the French braid is. And I go to my standard. Let's everyone is very anxious. Let's diffuse attention. Plus, she's cute. And I think I flirt well because I'm 18. <laughs> uh, so I'm confident I'm I'm being charming here on this helicopter ride over. You're like strapped down on a gurney getting Right, with with the neck brace on. Yeah, for and, the full and, gear. And uh, and sure that I'm uh you know entertaining her on this this ride over. So I get to the hospital and I find out later that night that I had been like in and out of consciousness the whole time. So I thought, you know, the seamless floating at one point, I I guess I'm just passing out and then picking up with the line (laughs) a minute later. (laughs) So um, I probably didn't woo her that much. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, so, you know, that to begin with is not great. And then I'm, I'm discharged two days later. And I'm looking for my clothes. And they said, oh, no, no, we had to throw this away because you threw up all over yourself in the helicopter. Mm. So, <laughs> Not helping my... your, your flirting. No. Uh, and that woman is now my wife. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, so this was the basic helicopter experience. Then I'm in the hospital, just in the emergency room. Uh, I don't, again, in and out of time, I just don't remember it too well. What I do remember is... They uh, stop working on me because a guy has been shot, um, and they've got to take care of him. Which you know, I'm good with. He's he's been shot. Let's let's all go help him. <laughs> so um, I hear him talking through the through the curtain, and he's he's handling it like a champ. Um, and they say, okay, we got to put a catheter in, which you know no one is looking forward to. So they uh, they put the catheter in for him, and he immediately goes, "Oh man, that hurt worse than the bullet." <laughs> And uh, they say so then like five minutes later, they come to me and said, "Okay, he's stable now. We're going to take care of you. 
Um, so let's start with the catheter. <laughs> and <laughs> it was – I haven't been shot. You're like, just shoot me. His, his description felt accurate. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, two or three days later, discharged, bruised kidney or something. I don't really remember, but either way, all ended up fine. Oh yeah, see that's the that's the light at the end of the tunnel. So you ended up sure. okay. Very lucky, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, it was a, it was a fall, but then again, you know, you're it was the three days of pain medicine. I don't really remember it, and then I was sore for a couple of weeks, and then it's over. <laughs> I guess, and then you get a great story, right, <laughs> to tell on a podcast. It, it, it was entirely worth it. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, so the helicopter ride, I just like, imagine you in your mind's eye, like, picturing what what you were uh, talking to the EMT about. Like, it's got that, you're remembering it, and it's all hazy, like a foggy haze, and just, like, soft focus. <laughs> just, you're looking up at her, and she's, like, laughing at all your jokes. It's all, like, slow motion. And then cut to what's actually happening, like, you throw up and pass out. That's exactly, and I'm, I'm sure she she was laughing, thinking that she's got this crazy person strapped to her gurney who, who <laughs> thinks he's charming. I mean, I guess she maybe she gets that a lot, or I don't know. Yeah, I, I I would hope not. That seems awful for her job. I it was I was never one of the let me get your number flirtatious types. It was always just a let's diffuse the tension, and everyone was really nervous because apparently I was potentially dying. Yes, yep, <laughs> that'll create a tense situation. Right. So it was, hey, everybody, you know, relax while you're saving my life. Let's just have a good time. <laughs> yeah, let's just enjoy the view. <laughs> yeah, that was the disappointing part. I was strapped to a gurney. I'm in a helicopter. Never got to enjoy it. Couldn't even see the sweet view. Well, I'm glad that you made it through that harrowing experience. And I guess Thank shout out to the EMTs and the helicopter pilot, everybody who pulled together to save you. And shout out to the shot guy for giving you the heads up about <laughs> catheter pain. Right. Just, just warning me, making sure I was terrified right before I was cast. <laughs> I guess you guys both made it through okay. Yeah, yeah, we're doing. I mean, I assume he's okay. It's not like we kept in touch. There was a curtain between us. Mm. That was the extent of our conversation. But you know, shout out to bullet wound guy. Hope you're good. Yeah, hope you're good. Hope that was the last I, bullet wound. I hope he calls in. I hope just, like, <laughs> if you're listening, situation. bullet guy, <laughs> get at us. Fots pod on Twitter. Well, that's a lovely story. And luckily for the listeners, you've offered up a b- 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 bonus story. <laughs> right, so this so- is an ongoing story. It's breaking news. It's live at the time of this recording. Hit us up. With, right. With so this started six weeks ago uh, where I was going camping for the first time. This was my six-month anniversary with my girlfriend, Anna. And uh, she enjoyed camping. I'd never been, but always wanted to. Sounded fun. But I do insist that that we get a cabin because mm. um, we are humans that have evolved to build houses outside is not necessary at this point. It just felt like a step backwards. So um, you just didn't want to tent it? Is that what you're talking about? You didn't want to yeah, be on the ground, like, oh, real let's, let's nature. On the ground and pretend that's a normal thing to do. No, <laughs> let's, let's get a cabin. I'm, I wanted to you know, walk in the woods. That part seemed good. I just wanted a place to sleep. That was okay. Plus, it was September, end of September in Chicago. Seemed like could be cold. Be nice to have a place that was you know, a little bit warmer. All right. But, yeah, I um, get you. You know, there's there's a global warming, so it was 92 degrees when we went camping. Right. And well over 100 degrees inside the cabin. 
So this is an immediately hellish experience that is is my fault. And um, she is tougher than I am, like willing to put up with this. At certain points, I go insist that we watch a movie in the car (laughs) (laughs) to take take a break from this intense heat. But we're we're doing okay. We're we're figuring out. We're adjusting to it. We decide the next day instead of uh, going on a long hike, we'll go for a drive, see something scenic. Except instead of that. At uh, 1 a.m., I spot a bed bug. And then 10 seconds later, we spot bed bugs just like streaming from the walls. This place is absolutely infested. Oh, um, God. So uh, I'm getting bit because I'm on the side close to the wall. She's got one bite, but I'm wrecked the next day. So we uh, are fleeing the cabin, going to a hotel. The hotel was probably would have been a nice hotel had we not been. Again, fleeing is the most apt word for this situation. So it was, no, just find a place we can sleep and then get home the next day. So uh, this was a Saturday night. I get We get back Sunday. I get sick Monday six weeks ago, and I've been sick ever since. And most of the stuff that we didn't leave at the cabin has been tied up in bags, except there were certain things I needed. So I've, you know, untied bags and searched for everything, and I thought I had done a good job, but there is at the moment a single bed bug in my apartment. It's been there long enough that it hasn't laid eggs. It's just the one because I'm only getting bit once a week, although it goes nuts when it does bite me. Wait, it keeps biting you? It's just this rogue bed bug that made it through, and now it's attacking you weekly? Weekly, yes, because apparently that's that's all they need to feed. So every five or six days, I just wake up with bites everywhere, and I'm trying to. Fight. I I hate this thing so much. Like at least considering its size, it's the most hate I've ever ever felt for things. I probably hated things more, but they were larger things. So like the hate was more spread out. This made sense in my head. <laughs> okay, it's intensified to the size of this bug. Right. It's the most I've ever felt. <laughs> Yeah, pound for pound, <laughs> the thing you hate the right. most. It's it's a lot of hate because you know they they bite and it itches so much more than regular bites. And if it my it got my left arm first, and the next day my whole arm hurt. So now I am on the hunt for this single bug every night, battling this absolutely hellish, supposedly romantic six month anniversary. So if anybody you know has tips for hunting and destroying this bed bug that I can't already find on the internet because believe me, I've scoured, you know, again, FOTS pod. Yeah. Get at us. Bug, bug people (laughs) out there. So you've scoured the internet, but you haven't scoured your apartment. Oh, I I have, but you can't find them. They're, uh, they're, they're good at this. They know what they're doing. Can't lay a trap, like lie awake on that fifth night. Just when you know, that's going to be the night that he's coming. (laughs) So what I'm doing tonight, I've got this natural bed bug spray and am actually coating the tonight would be the fifth night. So instead of spraying the room, I'm just spraying myself with it tonight, which I'm sure is not recommended. (laughs) But, Uh but, but it's it's too good at hiding in the bed. I'm not going to get it with the bed. So I'm going to spray me and trust that it's going to come after me. And, um, you know, I'm okay dying if I take it down with me. <laughs> that's, that's where I stand at this wow, point. That is a <laughs> that is a high level of hate. You kind of need that, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Rick Moranis setup where the, you're, like, hovering over the bed with, like, the magnifying glasses and everything. To... Yeah, that was a realistic movie. <laughs> they, they they got that right. <laughs> yeah, the science behind that all checks out. Neil deGrasse Tyson has no qualms with that one. Uh, 
but you know what I'm talking about where he's hanging over there. They don't want to step on the kids. They're all shrunk. Uh, so he's like looking through magnifying glasses, but hovering. So if you're just hovering over the bed, you sh- you could do that. So that's my advice. But yeah, maybe the natural spray would work also. I mean, I like your idea better. It sounds it sounds more fun. It's definitely <laughs> yeah more fun. But you know, I don't have like a harness on hand. I've already bought this spray, so let's start there. If it doesn't work, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're already you're already invested in the spray. So um, while I'm you know fingers crossed, hopefully this works for you because no one likes to deal with an infestation. Yeah, well, it, the infestation's there. I've got the one bug. As long as it stays this one, it it feels like it's a fair fight. I can take this bug <laughs> <laughs> I like that episode uh, of Breaking Bad with the fly where he's got that fly in the lab and he tries to and h- hilarious hijinks in zoo I didn't watch Breaking Bad I oh keep yeah that's okay Bad because Brian Cranston is just so brilliantly good in everything he does just the best yeah and the the show like gets better and better as it goes uh, and yeah they didn't uh, extend it too long after like the the arc is solid <laughs> yeah it's it's you know Golden Age of Television start pretty much started with Breaking Bad. Oh, definitely, yeah. So yeah, it's a FOTS recommend. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, good. So you'll have to let us know how the bed bug saga uh, turns out. Really, all rooting for you. No, here. after I, I find and kill this thing, you know, I'm, I'm mounting them on my wall. I'll send pictures. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, we hope you feel better off this six week illness. I'm also a little bit. You can kind of hear it in my throaty voice. But a little bit, um, have a, had a cough for a while. Yeah, oh. it's going around. I mean, six weeks seems a little excessive, but I know long illness has been going around. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Especially when you got a podcast, but maybe it is good because your voice sounds extra throaty. I mean, that's why I'm listening. That's why the listeners tune in. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for sharing those lovely stories. And now we get into the tweets. Oh, right. So, I don't know if we've said your handle yet. It is at Andrew Nadeau Zero. That's the one. N A D E A U. So, that's a French name. Parlez-vous français, petit peu? Like none. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got nothing here except I, I've got, you know, enough to get annoyed that so few people pronounce Nadeau correctly. I'm, I'm, you got it, you know, right away. Obviously, Canada, a bit more exposed to the French. Yeah, actually, uh, I went to French Immersion. I mean, I have the certificate, technically, officially bilingual, but my (laughs) usage has been very minimal. And, you know, if you don't use it, you kind of lose it. So I can understand and, you know, read and write, all good. But vocabulary, a little bit weak. And the, you know, when you need a word, (laughs) you're just kind of forgetting. J'oublie les mots, you know. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's it's. I'm actually taking French for the first time this semester. Oh, that's great. So you uh, parlez yeah, so, petit peu. So well, I've uh, I've been, you know, six. I've missed so much at this point, and I refuse to get less than an A. So I'm not sure how I'm going to make it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to get that. Uh, you got to get one of those apps. You got to get Duolingo or. Uh... I've heard Duolingo is amazing. Yeah, I've been. Um, it's I, I I mean it's it's such a great language. Actually, I just bought um, my plane tickets. I'm going to France in February. Oh, magnifique! Yeah, yeah. They That's, speak uh, a little bit of a different French, but uh, <laughs> like when I went yeah. to Paris, I tried to speak French. I mean, I could speak French, but when I would like speak to someone in French, they would just immediately switch to English. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, just too uh, Canadian French. Not good enough. Yeah, not yeah. good enough for them. Now, my grandfather was. Um, 
I, I was going to say born in Canada, but either way, he grew up in Canada. French was uh, the first one. Monsieur Nadeau. Um, so yeah. from Quebec. Exactly. And uh, so there, we, we heard a lot about the Canadian French, and it just it didn't uh, hold up to France French. Uh, of course not. Of course. <laughs> Those, the, they're quite snobby. They're both very snobby, but, you know, but, in, but in their French, own ways. They've been doing it longer. They, they, they've got it down. Yeah, I guess that's true. They have the they have the original setup, right? All right. Well, good. But, so we know that you're you're of a of a French descent, but not really. But not really. No, I've I've got the name. That that's that's it. Yeah. Well, that's good. And the zero is that because Andrew Nadeau was one was Andrew Nadeau was taken. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. I gotta hate those when they. Oh, your thing is taken. Uh, and your screen name is MacGyver. Like meh, and it guy. is. I keep forgetting about that. By the way, is there so a reason I, that that's what we're trying to get? Yeah, there, there was there was very little behind it. I, I was a fairly new. So I joined Twitter uh, to start writing these jokes before I'd ever been on Twitter. I didn't know how any of this worked. I just kept, you know, friends told me I should try it out, uh, which is why my screen name is just my regular name instead of something funny and creative. Mm. So I I had that and just my regular name. I had to come up with with something better than that and. Uh, MacGyver, the reboot, just come on TV. So that that struck me as moderately amusing, but I never actually liked it all that much. But then people started calling me that, so it, it felt weird to change it. Okay, so yeah, so once it's locked in, people are calling you that, you just, you're that now. Yeah, now I'm MacGyver. MacGyver. All right, well, very good. Now let's get into some of these tweets. Always tons of very funny tweets, I should say, before we get into these and these are the three that you have selected. The first one is like this. I'm pretty bad with women. Lots of times I'll be like, there's a woman, but it'll actually just be a coat rack or a sexy bush. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that one so much. I think I like the ones I gave you are ones that I liked far more than other people liked. Yeah, and that's what I love. Uh, You got to pick the ones that are near and dear to your heart, not just the ones that are insanely popular online right completely viral with tons of celebrity endorsements and all that you got to pick the ones that work for you right which are typically like the my most ridiculous ones (laughs) yeah you get that sort of silly guy persona Uh, yeah i I like the um the surrealist the, the absurdist stuff which which typically doesn't do as well as my other stuff but um but it's what makes me laugh that's what's important andrew that is what's important. <laughs> a coat rack or a sexy bush? <laughs> <laughs> Which was what got it for me. That it, it, I wrote that. I thought, <clears throat> no, bush isn't good enough. It can't just be, it's a sexy bush. So that's where that editing comes in. That's where that yeah. draft and work on it comes in. Yeah, that really helps the punch, I think, on that one. Great. And the second tweet is, the best things about boobs is, you hear the boo part and think, Oh, this is going to be scary. And then you're like, oh, cool. It's just breasts. <laughs> that was a way better reading of it than I've ever done. <laughs> Wait, you read your tweets? Oh, I guess you read them to your uh, to your girlfriend, right? Is that- uh, occasionally, or I at least – so actually I've done stand-up just twice, which – because, you know, Chicago, I like this. I wanted to give it a try. For sure. Um, I, w- I would love to do it more actually, but I've just been, uh, you know, busy doing other things and it takes a lot of practice. So I actually did this joke on stage 
just absolutely no response. <laughs> it, it was, I think, my least successful joke on stage. Oh, really? But you still yeah. like it. You still believe in it. I still like <clears> it. I'm not sure it's one for, for the stage, but I at least like it written down. And that's the thing. Like some of them work as, you know, spoken jokes. And sometimes they don't work at all spoken. But if you read it, you're like, <laughs> that's good. So I don't know. Like there's a weird... There's a weird dichotomy between like tweets that work as spoken word jokes, stand-up jokes, and then ones that are just visual only. Yeah, and I, I think um, after after a while you start learning how the medium works, and because you're writing for an audience that's reading them, that's how you write. They they tend to be jokes that read a lot better than they're said out loud. Yeah, I think that's the that's the case. But that's very great that you um, tried stand up, and so it went okay. Like a lot of the, was it all jokes that were from tweets, or what, do you have sort of lo- a longer form setup? Yeah, and I think thing? all of them were from tweets. I mean, um, growing up, Stephen Wright was my absolute favorite comic. Which, for any listeners who don't know, he he absolutely does uh, surrealist stuff, and they're mostly one liners with very little setup. And um, I tried writing stories and I could never do it. And then um, I think someone had just pointed out that, you know, you you can do Stephen Wright's style, too. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I gave it a try. I just took it, went through my tweets and took the ones that I thought could be read out loud and uh, tried to add a little bit more background to them. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was mostly just modified tweets. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. And, the you know, it is uh, great because that's sort of the style of uh, your jokes. But it is harder because you have to pack a ton more jokes into like a five minute set than you would if it was sort of more longer form stuff. Oh yeah. It's, it's a lot. So that's uh, the challenge. I mean, you know, each one only takes about <clears throat> 30 seconds, even if you're giving it a setup. And, uh, they're all sort of non sequitur, right? Like it's just like, bam, bam, bam. They're not, uh, unless you sort of weave it in a tail, which is the difficult part. Uh, it's sort of, you're just like, here's this. Now here's this. Now here's right. this. Uh, that's exactly how it, how it read. And, uh, it, it was. I mean, I tried to to link things together. A, a couple political ones, a group of of relationship ones. But uh, the the big thing for me to to work on for next time is is just to figure out how to get a little more background into each one. I, I like when I like them short, but having a bit more setup, I think, would help. Yeah, it lets the audience sort of get into the joke a little bit more. You got to build the yeah, world. Yeah, they have to adjust really quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope you keep doing it and let us know how it goes in the future. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, think, once I'm thinking about that as joke. well, getting back out there on some stages and trying it. I did it a little bit previously. Yeah. Yeah, it was the exact same experience. Like some of like it was mostly tweet style jokes, like little one liners, um, same type of thing. And yeah, some of them worked and they carried forward and some of them didn't work at all. But it was sort of like 60, 40 or 70, 30, like positive to no response ones. So it's still, it was really good and fun. And, and I would love to, to do it again. And yeah, it. that's a pretty good ratio. Um, I mean, I felt pretty good about it at the time, but I think I would like to also try to, you know, expand and do more of the longer form yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know your your strongest stuff is the puns. Is, and uh, um, it doesn't always. I, uh, <laughs> no, that that is a lot harder to pull up on stage. Uh, my favorite of yours is the "Show me how to use this vacuum." <laughs> yeah, thank you. And I actually wrote that down to show it to somebody. Yeah, you but, can't just say it. <laughs> right. There's there's no way to convey that. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's only a tweet. 
Yeah. Well, thank um, you. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's sort of that is my style, uh, weirdo, absurd puns. Um, And yeah, it sometimes only comes across when when it's read. And that is definitely the number one. (laughs) It doesn't come across unless you look at it read. Yeah. So, you know, anybody that has translated their tweets into uh, a stand up. FOTS pod. Get know. at us. FOTS pod. Send us your tips for how to make tweets into stand up. I, I want this to be just one long plug for this podcast. <laughs> that is my favorite. My favorite episodes are the one where I can weave in seven or eight just references right. to the own the show that we're listening to right now. Just, I want an <clears> hour long <throat> show of us just talking about how you should be listening to this show. <laughs> you definitely should be listening to FOTS pod on Twitter. <laughs> And that brings us to the final tweet from Andrew, and it is being hit by car. Me, grabbing for monocle. My affectation! (laughs) Again, it's such a better reading than I did for this. I practiced this one beforehand just in case I was going to have to read it. This one, it did not do well at all, and I like it so much. Um, (laughs) It's really sticking it to those hipsters, well. right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, another one that was just an absolute favorite of mine, which uh, is what I went for for this one. Yeah. Suck it, hipsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the get those monocles out of here. I've never seen anyone wearing a monocle. Have you? No, I don't think so, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. I like the idea yeah. that there is people out there with with them. I, I hope they, they do it, like, legitimately. Like, no understanding that this is a quirky affectation. Like, no, just a monocle was the most convenient way for me to see out of this one eye. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, people, get get with it. This is a good tweet. It should have more than 100 likes. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> let us know what you think on FOTS Pod about this particular tweet. Definitely get at us. All right. So thank you very much for picking those tweets. I know it's hard to pick from your own tweets and summarily <laughs> provide them for me to read but i appreciate that oh, and my pleasure. now we get into your picks from others so do you have these handy andrew i absolutely do all right well let's get to it so the first one from sky at i am space girl one of the best out there she's the best this is one of the funniest tweets it is, and an impossible one to read, but uh, Sky is is actually my all-time favorite account. I've got a number tied for number two, but um, like I called people to tell them the day she followed me. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. That is a very good get. Um, yeah, one of the best. Can't say enough good things about her, and this tweet, will, while difficult to read, <clears throat> is very funny. Yeah, you want to play um, <clears throat> one of them? I'll take the other. Okay, sure. I'll be... Um, Sky? Okay, cool. And then, so, all right, so audience, I'll be Brian, and then later, Brian's mom. Great. And you'll also read the... Oh, right, the setup, of course. All right, you ready? Ready. If Facebook was real... Me. Cool shirt, Brian. Thanks. Hours later, a knock at my door. Uh, yes? I also like that shirt. <laughs> that was Brian's mom. Yes, that was Brian's mom at the end. <laughs> it's got it going on. <clears throat> One of the funniest tweets. It's so real. Plucked from real life. If you've ever been on Facebook and you've seen that random comment from, like, someone's mom or aunt, and you're like, oh, geez. Embarrassing. 
Yeah, this one still makes me laugh every time. And it's so true. Brian's mom just <laughs> stalking this... Brian's friends. And I think so we're all we're happy that Facebook isn't real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for picking that one. One of the best. Remember, everyone go follow at I am Space Girl for all your hilarious Twitter needs. Okay. Absolutely. And the second tweet is from our pal Hunter at Huntigula. And the tweet is as follows. Guy, uh, what does it eat? Me, with a falcon perched on my shoulder. Up dog. Falcon starts breakdancing. Not yet, Tyler. Wait until he asks what it is. it's a hard one to read without laughing it's a hard one and there's a lot going on we got the break dancing we got up dog we got a falcon (laughs) i I exclusively chose really difficult tweets to read (laughs) and i appreciate that we'll get you to read the next one so but this one let's talk about hunter he is great everyone should follow huntigula um for very funny tweets such as this like, only does good tweets, too. I don't think I've seen a bad tweet by him. Yeah, he's very selective. He doesn't tweet, he doesn't, like, blast them all out, like, hundreds of tweets a day. But when he yeah. does tweet, mwah, Absolutely. That's the good stuff. All right, so that brings us to the final tweet that you have picked. From literally hundreds of tweets on Twitter, this one is from Matt, at Matt, with one T, Crow, C-R-O, M-A-T-C-R-O. It's Matt. Would you like That's to read this? Another one great account. Oh, this is just a, a back and forth. You want to take one of these? Oh, sure. <clears throat> I will be the girlfriend. Good. Then I am me, who we assume is Matt in this scenario. I'm sick of you pretending you're a detective. We should split up. Oh, good idea. We can cover more ground that way. <laughs> because he's pretending he's a detective. <laughs> you thought it was going to go one way, but then it, it went the other way. Great tweet from Matt. And at the time of this recording, 37,000 retweets. Incredible. And, so, and deserves them, too. It's really good. <laughs> it's a good one. I mean, it's clearly striking a chord with the masses. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great tweets. Thank you so much for picking them. We Absolutely. managed to read them. We didn't screw up too much. <laughs> I think we did good. I would listen to us. All right. Perfect. So good. I think we did well then. If you think we did well, then I will agree with you. And now we get into everyone's favorite segment, questions from Twitter. This is my favorite segment. So thank you to everyone who has submitted a question to at FOTSpod on Twitter. And be sure to follow for future question asking opportunities. And the first question from Twitter comes from our good pal Maddie at Feeling Euphoric on Twitter. One of the very funny newer people out there. She's new and she's killing it. She's just new and she's killing it. Those are two great and true descriptions of her account. So funny and really <clears throat> interactive in the community. She's so nice and lovely. And can apparently do, like, everything. She she draws, she does the live tweet reads, she plays music. Just, if it's artistic, she can do it. Yeah, that's true. I watched her play <clears throat> a cover song on her acoustic guitar. Just very lovely stuff. Really good, everything she does. So, yeah, she's going to skyrocket to the top of Twitter very soon. So everyone should be already following at Feeling Euphoric. And we'll get to her question for you, which is, what is your least favorite breakfast food? 
Uh, least favorite. Oh, okay. Hard boiled eggs. Mm, I, interesting. Not just breakfast food is one of my least favorite foods in the world. I don't. I like other eggs, pretty much all other eggs, but I cannot stand hard boiled eggs. But wouldn't the food be the same? So if it was a different style of eggs, you'd be fine with it. Yeah, I eat other eggs. So uh, that's just, not so because the food. I mean, it's the style of preparation, but that wouldn't make it your least favorite food. We need really, to make sure we're answering these questions properly. I just <laughs> want to be clear. Wait, okay, so if my least favorite food was a specific cereal, that wouldn't count. It would have to be all cereal. <laughs> no, it would. Yeah, no, a specific cereal works because that's the food, but not just generally cereal because that wouldn't work because that's not Wait, food. but that's the other way. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't work both ways. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm saying is if you like eggs, then it can't be your least favorite What's the real answer? You're clearly hiding something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty easy most of the time, and now I can't think of anything broad enough that I just hate in general. What about oatmeal? Um, Are you into it? What? Are you into oatmeal? I'm okay with it. It's not something I go for often, but um, but I need to add too much stuff to like it. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, let me add, like, uh, you know, three cranberries, and this is delicious now. You need to it's coat like, it in brown sugar. You need to dump I, a ton of strawberries. No healthy. Right. All right. So what about something else? What about other breakfast foods that you might not like? Do you like French toast? Oh, yeah. Anything. Waffles, you know, like all those fat waffles. ones. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I can't think of any breakfast. Rolled I oats? Live. I was really deterred. I was, I, my hatred for hard-boiled eggs was so strong. That it's just eclipsed other breakfast foods. Um, is it really a breakfast food? It's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your objection to like hard boiled eggs is. It's legitimate in my mind. All right, all right. I'll stop fighting you on this one. Uh, we'll just say it's hard boiled eggs. So <laughs> there you go, Maddie. He doesn't like hard boiled eggs. Very specific answer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. <clears throat> Thank you, Maddie, for your question. And the next question comes from Llama in a Tux at Llama in a Tux. And they ask, What are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, right. So we scheduled this before Halloween, and then <clears throat> I, my voice was completely gone last week. So had to, to postpone. So the plan was my uh, first ever couples costume which this evolved through a number of things. Um, and eventually uh, the plan was for Fred and um, Velma from Scooby-Doo. Okay, yeah. Which, um, because it, it seemed easy to put together and she needed something that uh, could work independently at work. Before that, the uh, the plan was Inigo Montoya and Wesley from Princess Bride. Okay. Um, which my I liked way more, but apparently her going as Wesley wouldn't have held up as a solo costume. So we mm. adjusted, and then her back was out, and I was sick. <laughs> so instead, we just stayed at home and watched Young Frankenstein. In your full costumes, as <laughs> you we, <laughs> I, I was wearing jeans, <clears throat> but you know, so that it was it was you know part way there. So you just went as two sick people. Yeah, that was it. All right. Well. We yeah we should say we this is past Halloween Halloween has already come and gone everyone's gotten their candy we've already gotten the discounts on the candy so I hope everyone had a safe and spooky Halloween that was very spooky I bought it uh, <laughs> okay so thank you very much Llama in a Tux for that question and the next question comes from Caitlin at Kate Hules H U L S and her questions. 
What is your favorite book, movie, show, or song? Book, movie, show, or song? Yeah, so okay. pick. So um, first you got to pick one, and then what is the favorite of that? Oh, okay. I thought I'd do one of each. It's or. Uh, it's or. It's the qualifier or. Wow. Okay. Then I'm going with – I think I'm going to go with movie here because my favorite movie was a play that I've read, and it, it, I like the idea that I'm cheating this somehow. Uh, <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Okay. By, uh, Tom Stoppard. There you go. That's a pretty fancy answer. It, it's, it is so creative and so funny, and uh, it makes me laugh every time I watch it. So it's just, the, just good writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom Stoppard's uh, – yeah, he's, he's good at everything he does. Well, good. So the next question from Caitlin is, do you say horpses a lot now? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> I said it out loud once when I was writing the tweet, and that was it, just to make sure it could hold up being read. So um, we should say she's um, referencing a tweet of yours, obviously. Yes, that's uh, actually currently my pinned tweet. I would read it to you guys, but it's it's about the pictures play a large part of it. But I'll keep it pinned uh, at least uh, for, for a while, so after this podcast comes up, so you guys can check it out if you want. Great. So you just said it once. Just said it once. Just just had to check out Horkses and Horpses to make sure it worked. And once it did, <laughs> yeah, I didn't try it again. <laughs> All right. Well, I wonder if Caitlin does. And if you do, get at us at FOTS Pod and let us know. Yeah. No, she does, though. All right. Now the next question comes from friend of the show, Timmy at The Timmy Toes. And Timmy asks, what's the most ostensibly harmless thing you've ever injured yourself on? Great question, Timmy. So, I don't have that many injuries. Buddy, you just talked about falling through the ceiling. I'm going to say ceiling? (laughs) Like an attic? (laughs) It it was, yeah, but I think like cement floor. Right. injurious. Yeah, cement Um, floor, that's that's ostensibly harmless. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to go with, with that one. If we're looking for something completely harmless, there was like a six-month period where I broke toes four times. Oh, what? Yeah, it, it was just uh, a really clumsy half year where I kept walking into furniture. It was walking into furniture every time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to get some steel-toed boots, my man. Wall. I'm sorry? You need to get some steel-toed boots. I mean, after that, I'm good to go. My 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 toes are are safe now, but it was it was a rough six months. Yikes! And they healed up properly. They all healed up okay. Yeah, except my <clears throat> I actually I attribute this to the broken toe, but it might have always been this way. My second toe on my left foot points slightly left, while the rest point right. <laughs> <laughs> because it was the last break, and by that time, I was so done with taping them up that I just let it go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess you're just like, ah, it'll go how it wants to go. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, that is very interesting. I'm glad to hear that your toesies are all healed. And, of course, it's a very apt answer for the Timmy Toes question. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, Timmy, for your question. And the next question comes from friend of the show, Kevin, at Pan Midwest. Be sure to check out his episode. His questions are, one, how did you do it? That's so general. So uh, I actually thought this was was worth mentioning. Let's let's start with how I did Twitter. 
which was in large part to Kevin. Uh, his was the first contest I ever entered where he had to write me and say, hey, you don't just respond with the tweet. You have to write the tweet and <laughs> yeah. <then> link it. <laughs> you like replied to a contest call and you tweeted in the reply. Into, right. I had been there like a month, if that long. You're learning the ropes and he helped yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I wrote him when I had about 400 followers because his was growing fast, uh, rightly so. He's so good. Um, and said, uh, you know, can you can you give me some tips here? And he, he talked to me about um, about entering contests and uh, developing style and, and was really helpful uh, and, and uh, was a large part of the reason I got good at Twitter. You know what? That's great. And it doesn't surprise me because Kevin was so incredibly nice when I talked to him, uh, just like one of the nicest guys uh, on Twitter and clearly, you know, in real life. He absolutely is. And I, I don't know how he maintains a PG account. And it's, it's strictly because he is so nice that that's very fitting for him. But I don't I don't really curse in real life. And originally I had a PG account. And then after wait, can I curse on this podcast? You may. Okay, <laughs> so I feel awkward every time I say this in real life, so get ready for me to feel uncomfortable, guys. But there was one tweet where it just was not funny unless I said fucked. So I put it out there, and I liked it. And after that, it was like, okay, so this isn't PG anymore. So more <laughs> Floodgates are open. F-bomb yeah. <laughs> floodgates. All right, well, I'm glad that you were able to break out of that style. But, you know, to each their own, everyone does it in a different way. And, yeah, Kevin likes to maintain a clean account and you got to respect it. You got to respect it. Plus every time you know, you want something that'll make you feel that laugh, but not feel, you know, dirty and immoral. (laughs) Kevin's stuff. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, and you can share them with your kids and your grandparents. Everyone will love Kevin's jokes because they're clean. Yeah. Make Twitter a family affair. That's what Twitter's all about. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) it could be. And the second question from Kevin why a zero at the end of your handle? Yeah, so um, again, Andrew Nadeau was taken, and I wanted to add as little to it as possible. So I always found zero interesting. I mean, for one number, there wasn't like a number that I loved so much. Um, but zero, the, the fact that it it's, um, has a very cool mathematical history that, that you know, we had math for... 2,500 years, maybe, before zero actually started getting established. And uh, math couldn't have developed to the point it did without it. Before that, math was just, it was strictly practical. It's okay, I've got, you know, five horses, so we got to find out how many more horses this is going to be or how many less. (laughs) And then (laughs) that was it, that you used math for for what you were working on. And then zero opened the door for... um, for calculus and and uh, and for physics and everything else, it's a very important number, and it looks great on a T-shirt. Right? It it does <laughs> that. I hadn't even considered that, but uh, you know, if FOTS Pod, you guys should check that out. By the way, I want to print up some zero T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that was a Billy Corgan ref smashing pumpkins. He is your zero. So oh, I had no the, idea we that's that, okay. Sure. That's why I had mentioned it. The third question and final question from Kevin: Does your last name rhyme with your first? We covered this one in the beginning, too. No, Andrew Nadeau. Um, How do you think he's pronouncing it? <clears throat> Andrew Nadeau? Go, and, it's, most people go Andrew Nadeau. Oh, Andrew Nadeau. 
Okay. And uh, guys, just an educational, teachable moment here. Uh, EAU is always O in French, uh, except for beautiful for some reason, which I have spent a long time researching and I've never found a reason for that. Mm. Uh, but if it's EAU, guys, it's O. And that's your lesson for the day. So thank you very much, Kevin, for those great questions. And now the final question. From Yabcat at Owen39, that's O-H-E-N-3-9, one of the very, very funny uh, accounts on Twitter. <clears throat> He's super blown up recently. Yabcat, yeah, he, he had a 100K tweet. He was actually my 1,000 follower. Oh, was he? <laughs> did, did, like, streamers drop from the ceiling? <laughs> no, he wrote me and, and said, uh, I'm your 1,000th follower, and um, I've been talking to him a bit since. He's a, a, a smart guy, writes some good stuff. He a 100,000 uh, like tweet, and then three days later, one that's now over 200K, which is terrible. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely blown up. And yeah. Oh, sorry, and... But, uh, sorry I, I interrupted like a dozen times. Let's get to the question. <laughs> All right, the question How are you this funny? Can you prove that there aren't three different groups of talented writers behind your account? Oh, I don't have the money for that. Um, <laughs> no, if, if I had the funding, yeah. I would not be doing any of this. <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter. It's uh, I write a lot. I I realized just recently that I've I've been on Twitter just about a year and a half now, and I've written about five thousand jokes. You just just keep going, keep writing stuff. Workshop groups, which I don't do much anymore, just because I'm terrible at maintaining the chats. But there are so many people on Twitter. Read everything you can uh, and, and learn from them. Yeah, and for the listeners, definitely go and follow Owen if you want to learn how to do incredibly viral tweets, because <clears throat> he just friggin' figured it out. <laughs> yeah, he keeps doing it. <laughs> he keeps doing it, So, and it's it's not just like a fluke. Those are really very funny tweets, so I can't recommend it enough. Everyone go follow the Yabcat. And that is it. I guess that brings us to the end of the yep. show. We did it, Andrew. We made it all the way through. Burr, burr. This was great. A lot of fun. Great. Guys, I don't know if you've heard of this thing. It's called uh, FOTS Pod, but you should check that out. <laughs> Everyone should be checking it out. And speaking of FOTS Pod, let's play that sweet, sweet theme and say goodbye. Thank you very much and goodbye. Thanks, Andrew. I've had a great time chatting with you. And I hope you feel better soon. Absolutely. Me too. And watch out for those addicts. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Andrew. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at AndrewNadeauZero. And send us a note if you listened, or if you didn't. Please follow at FOTSPod on Twitter and send questions for future guests. Please follow at SkinnerSteven on Twitter for tweets that remain under 140 characters. Visit the URL stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes. And subscribe on your preferred podcast platform for a brand new episode every week. Thank you to Ruby Coast for the music. And thank you for listening. Have a great one.